It's that time of the month. Mamosas. Period talk. Aunt Flo's coming to town. Oh my God. So we were just looking at our list of all the things that we want to talk about with you guys. And we both are so excited to talk about period stories. I mean, I feel like there's a lot we can talk about. Postpartum periods are crazy. Although I had really crazy stuff even before that. Mm -hmm. But I think the best way to get into this episode is to talk about how our moms talk to us about getting our periods. And I think what's going to be most enjoyable about this episode is when you learn how differently we were raised. (laughs) Would you like to go first? Uh, I'll let you go first. You take this one, Talia. Okay. So uh, my mom, again, was a single mom. So I knew like very early on about like, you know, she had no issues being naked around me. Like, you know, I knew like names for all the body parts, blah, blah, blah. You know, when she got her period, she used OB tampons. I'll never forget the little like pink box, you know. And so it was like I knew what tampons were like very early on. Um, She used to keep them in her purse. Uh, I knew that it was for when she had her period. And one day I knew I would be getting my period. And that meant that I was going through puberty. Like we had this like long discussion about it. You're a woman now. Yeah, you're a woman. Yeah, break the glass. (laughs) Have the Manischewitz. You know, so um, I started wearing a training bra in like fifth grade. And hold on, I have to pause and ask real quick. Okay. How did you feel about wearing a training bra? It was terrible. I hated it. So you were not excited to get boobs? No. I mean, it was like the worst day of my life. I was, I hated it because like, so I had a baby belly until I was like 15. Okay. So like these boobs were more like just like foobs, like fat boobs. Like they weren't really like boob boobs, but like, you know, they were like under there somewhere, like amidst, like because boobs are, you know, fatty fatty tissue. tissue. Yeah. So, like, my mom bought me a training bra. She was like, you have boobs. And I was like, no, I don't. You're full of shit. And she was like, put this on or I'll, like, you know, like, nothing. But, you know, put it on. Right. And so, like, I used to wear it to school and take it off in the bathroom and, like, shove it in my backpack. Oh, I never even thought to do that. So, I hated it because (laughs) I exclusively played with boys. I was quite... Quite far under the impression that I was a boy until probably I hit puberty. The pictures of Kristen, early pictures of Kristen are amazing. Yeah. If we ever get a time to like post like photo albums to go along, like there are some great treasures in there. Yeah. I mean, I was a total tomboy and it's really hard for me when people tell me they were a tomboy because I, you know, number one, I'm competitive. Can you please tell the story about the young gentleman? In the I will. Picture? That one I can do also. Yes. So... <laughs> I, I always played with boys. I like really thought I was a boy. I would play basketball outside with no shirt until obviously my mom was like, listen, you're getting a little old for this. You got to wear a shirt like you are a girl. It's not whatever. It's not good for you to do that. Okay. So then I have to wear this training bra. I'm mortified. I couldn't be more disappointed in the world that I have to wear this training bra. And so I'm at school. I'm in sixth grade. I'm out on the playground. Where I went to school, sixth grade was still elementary school. Okay. I'm in sixth grade. I'm out on the playground. I'm on the slide. One of the guys that I'm like very good friends with comes up and you can see just like just a little smidge of my strap through my shirt. And he goes, oh my God, are you becoming like one of those girls? What are you wearing? Oh, and no. I was like, no, stop it. You're so mean. <laughs> and I was so... I mean, I will never forget. I was so upset. And, it, like, because I was wearing a bra. 
Well, I remember being in sixth grade and being in PE and running the mile and I had already taken my bra off. And at that point, like a year had passed, like they were like, you know, they needed the cage. Yeah. But, and there were so many girls that were still like very like flat chested and they were just running around. And then there was this one girl who like, I'll never forget, poor thing, sixth grade, double D boobs. No, and was you. running with like, you know, everyone can like definitely... If you have any sort of boob and have ever, like, run for whatever reason, she was doing, like, the whole, like, hold your fists and your arms yeah. underneath your boobs to keep them from <laughs> bouncing. And I was like, oh, I'm stealing that because at that point I wasn't wearing my bra. And I think it was around, like, October that I realized, like, okay, I need to start wearing a bra. This is for real. It's the real deal. It's the real deal. I think by then I was, like, a B cup. And I was like, this is no longer a training bra. And, like, <laughs> so so my mom had bought me bras. Like, I knew the period was among us, you know, at some point. I was, like, not looking forward to it. So it was summer vacation between 7th and 8th grade. Okay. I was 13. We decided my family took a trip to the Grand Canyon. And we took our Plymouth Voyager van, like, with, like, the wood panels, like, on the side. And so when you say your family, extended family? Oh, no, okay, so my mom, so, okay, my mom got married when I was 12, and the guy had a son. Okay. So it was the four of us. Okay. And so we're driving to Grand Canyon, and the car is a piece of shit and, like, broke down, like, constantly. It was just like, it broke down, like, we, it, you know, we get, to, we were in Vegas, like, because it broke down, we got towed, we hung out in Vegas for a couple of days while it got fixed. We got back in the car, drive for like another, like, hundred miles, and then it would break down somewhere else. So we're broken down in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, <laughs> like, not a car in sight, like, not a building in sight. The car has broken down. It's 104 degrees. And, you know, all of a sudden my mom sees this car, she, like, waves it down, it's this Hungarian couple doesn't speak any English my mom starts like waving her arms like frantically like my grandmother's Hungarian so like she knew knows like a teensy weensy little bit and just to illustrate this even better Talia is about five one I'm five one pushing my, it your my mom mom's, was like four eleven yeah. crazy and very hair. very animated yeah so she's like jumping bean you know over <laughs> here she gets in the car with them and like drives into the sunset like she is gone <laughs> i'm left with like my stepdad and stepbrother right and like they're both like kicking the tires and like you know whatever and then i'm like i have to pee so like my mom always taught me like when you're in nature and there's no bathroom just go pop a squat by a tree sure. so like that's what i did so i go around the corner to like a tree and i like pull my underwear down and like there it is like boom like bright red Your period does have amazing timing it was uh, yeah i could tell so many periods so about, like my period fucking sucks it like it gives me the middle finger almost every month so i'm like oh my god what do i do and it's like you know my mom has left so i go back to the car i take like all the car kleenex and like shove it into my underwear and i'm like walking around like i'm wearing a diaper and like my mom didn't come back for like a good two hours oh with like god. a tow truck so it was just like horrible and like i'm cramping and it's like and at that time i like would not swallow pills yeah and so like I had a really hard time with that too until yeah. i was probably like 20 well and now like i can swallow like an advil with like no water like, but like and at, not that severe like at the time <laughs> like it was like nope and like i was taking the children's advil until i was probably like 15 and it was like you know, I can't even remember how many of those like little med cups I had to take, but my mom was like, this is ridiculous. We're buying so much kids Advil for you when you're on your fucking period. Just take the stupid pills. Like, just like, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. So 
So that was my first period. And then I remember going to Australia. I remember going to Australia with my family. Um, again, the same four people when I was uh, 15. So that was your first period. So that was my first period, 13. Okay. And then you got them consistently. So consistently periods. Okay. You know, I was wearing... so, But okay, so here's the point of this one. I was wearing pads. Always wearing pads, you know. And I used to get this big... I don't know if you ever got these, but like the overnight pads, which were basically like the size of... It's a diaper. Like, it's yeah. the diaper you wear home from the hospital after you give birth. Basically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's ginormous and horrible. But I was wearing that all the way up until this story. And so we're in Australia. We're today's the day we're gonna go snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef. Guess who got their period? All right. And so my mom's like, "You're gonna have to wear a tampon." And I was like, "No, I can't." And she was like, "You have to." And I was like, "I'll just wear my pad, and then when we get to the beach, I'll like just take it out of my bathing suit, go into the water, and then come out, and I'll put it back in." And she was like, "No." That's foul. That's so, that's like so disgusting. That's so <laughs> wrong on so many levels. You were going to put a tampon in. And we were, we like went to Australia on a budget. Like my mom was broke, but like wanted to travel. So we were all in the same room. Okay. Like, so my, my stepdad and my mom slept in a bed. I slept in a bed and his son slept on the floor. Okay. Like that's, that was the sleeping arrangement. So she makes them leave the room. She like tells me to lie down on the bed and like take my underwear off. And my mom like inserted a tampon i love it like shoved one in and then i was like screaming she was like you need to relax if you relax this i remember her saying this to me if you relax this will be a lot easier if you're upset and you're tightening up it's going to hurt that's good life advice shelly this one's for you mom but yeah so i'll never forget the first time my mom inserted a tampon into me so let's see. Uh, I couldn't have a further story from that. I know. I'm so excited to hear the exact opposite. <laughs> so my, uh, so I was raised by both my parents. My parents were together until I was 18. And I would say we grew up in a moderately waspy household. Like my, my mom definitely could take on a situation, but there was a lot of things that were like pretty hush hush. And so for how open my mom would be about some things, like my brother asked where babies came from when she was pregnant with me. She told him in full detail. Mm-hmm. So... She didn't really have a problem with that kind of stuff. Um, But for some reason, we never had the period talk. All I know is one day I went into my room and there was a pamphlet. I think it was after the boob conversation. So after she had told me, hey, you need to be wearing a shirt when you're playing basketball with the boys or anyone because you got some boobs growing in here. You need to start wearing a shirt. So soon thereafter, I get this pamphlet on my pillow. Love it. All about periods. You're becoming a woman now. We never had a conversation about it. Not a one. And then at the end of seventh grade, I think it was our last month of school. So at this point, my brother is a senior. It's the last, last month of school. I am in the shower and I notice blood. And I am losing my mind because <laughs> I you don't think- I have no idea what this is because I'm not going to read the pamphlet that you put. That went straight from my pillow into the trash. So you're probably dying is what you're thinking. Right. Essentially think that I'm like on the verge of death. I start screaming, calling for my mom. Oh my God, what's going on? You know, and so I'm 12 at this point. So I'm pretty like, yeah, I don't want you in the shower with me, whatever. So she comes in. She's, and I'm like, oh, I don't, what's going on? I'm bleeding. This is crazy. And she could not have been more ecstatic. Oh my God, I gotta go to, I gotta go to CVS. We gotta go to CVS. So then she tells my brother, all right, go to school. Kristen's staying home today. And he was like, well, why? Like, that's 
That is not fair. I want to know why she's staying home. Is she because my mom was very like, if you are not bleeding, you're going to school. But you were, so you have to stay home. That's true. <laughs> um, that was that is accurate. So my brother had to go to school. He was not happy about it. Um, my mom comes home from CVS with two giant packs of pads and a pack of tampons. It's my first period. Like, there's no way I need that much. Um, and then gives me a pad, and then that was it. So she just, like, hands it to you? Yep, here you go, put it in your underwear. And then that was it. So, like, all this excitement, blah, 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 and then, like, here's your pad, see ya, we're not talking about anything ever again. So then I had a really good friend who, she had a sister that was just under a year younger than her, and they also had a single mom. And so they were very open in their house about all this stuff, and they would, you know, all, tampons, all this stuff. And so I was like, I don't, I got this, like, my period what is this thing going on she's like oh you know mazel tov that's amazing here's the manischewitz <laughs> yeah and so i was like how do you swim she's like oh you just gotta wear you just gotta wear a tampon i was like i don't i don't even understand the pads what do you mean tampon like what am i supposed to do with this and so you know we were talking about it she's like yeah i mean kind of like a turkey baster you're gonna feel a little <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna feel like a turkey baster popping out but you know whatever and so um i used to go to the cape to Cape Cod every summer in Massachusetts. And so my first summer, right now I'm like in seventh grade, I'm like, I, got, I have to go swimming. I come here every summer, I gotta go swimming. So again, very waspy family, like we don't talk about these things. I'm reading the directions in the tampon box, trying to figure out how to put it in. Your mom's not there to shove it in for you. No, she's not there, <laughs> complete opposite. So I finally try to get it in and it is definitely not far enough in. So I'm like walking around on this tampon like half stuff. out. And I'm like, you got to be able to see this through my bathing suit, right? Like this can't be normal. Like then do I wear a pad with it? It was very, oh, it took me years to figure out how to wear a tampon. So here's a great tampon story for you. <laughs> so after the incident of shoving it in, mind you, my mom for like my entire life when she had a period wore OBs, no applicator. So I was always just under the impression that all tampons were like that. Right. And so we had the, t my mom used the Tampax um, with like the cardboard applicators. So here's the story. So I got my period in high school. I think it was my junior year. And at that point, you know, I did the tampons for the snorkeling, but I was still back. Like I was still a pad enthusiast. Um, <laughs> looking back was like, what was I thinking? So I got my period at school. I didn't have anything. So I went to the nurse's office. And this is high school. So I think they're probably assuming that like the majority of girls at this point have like converted over to the tampon, right. which is obviously like you're not wearing a diaper. Like when it's in, you can't feel it, blah, 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 whatever. So I go to the nurse. I'm like, I'm on my period. You know, I need a, a pad. And she says, well, we don't have pads. We have tampons. And I was just like, I remember being like, are you going to come in the bathroom yeah. and help me apply this? Like, okay, so where do I lie down for this? Yeah. So I remember just being like, Ooh, okay. So like I take it, I go into the nurse's bathroom, shut the door, you know, drop trousers, sit on the toilet, open it up, and it's like there's like a cardboard tube and like a white thing like inside of right. it. And I'm like, is this the whole thing the tampon? This is a lot of extra stuff. It's a lot of tampons. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually took the board off of it that first time i put the entire thing in including the cardboard Ooh. and had it like probably hanging out like a decent amount because there's no way i probably was able to shove all that in yeah and i was like this is the worst thing ever and luckily i think it was like maybe like 
at lunch or something. So like I went home shortly after and I remember going home and like my mom got home at like four or something and just being like, mom, the nurse gave me the worst tampon. <laughs> and I think at that point, like I'd already come home and like pulled it out, like lit it on fire and like put in a pad. <laughs> and I told her about it and she just like, I remember she was like wetting herself because she's like, that's an applicator. And I was like, oh, what? what because like she never used it. Yeah. she never. And then like, you know, so she never used it. So I never knew that they existed. Right. I mean, it's amazing that we can get that far in our life. Okay, so you have a daughter. Yes. How are you going to talk to her about this? Well, so this is actually... Will it go with the sex talk? Do you think, no, like, is it, like, I hand in hand? No, I think it's different because, like, I'm hoping that, you know, she's not having sex, you know, when she hits puberty. I mean, I think the sex talk is, like, something that needs to happen, but I think, like... Just, like, I really want to make sure that, like, she's not, like, ashamed of her body. And, like, right. she knows, like, the functions and, like, and what it's going to do. Right. But, like, so right now, like, so I just recently, I'm a, a diva cup convert. Yeah. You know, so. Um, now that you've figured out how to use okay, it. Okay, so that's another great story, you know. But I'll answer your question first. <laughs> so, like, she, like, she knows, like, all the names of her body parts. I'm just trying to make sure that, like, her body is not something that she's ashamed of. And she's three. And she's three. So I think, like, obviously, like, if she has questions, like, I'm going to answer them. But I think I also do want to tell her, you know. I mean, I just think you have to be preemptive sometimes, right? Because I'm not, like, I was never going to ask my mom anything. So she probably had the same mentality. Oh, if Kristen asked me, of course, I will tell her whatever she wants to know. But no, I'm not going to ask you about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and, like, there's some girls that get their periods when they're, like, nine. Yeah, I can't. Just, like, so I mean, I was pretty young because it was the end of seventh grade for me. But I started school a year early. Yeah. So that would have been the end of sixth grade for most kids. But the elementary school, there was like quite a few girls that like looked like they should be in high school and they were in fifth grade. So I'm pretty sure they were like all like raging hard on their periods. Yeah. So tell us your diva cup story. Oh my God. Okay. So I have been dabbling with like the idea of getting a diva cup for a very long time. I mean, so here's my thing. I don't, I don't fully understand it. So it's basically a, it's a cup. It's a menstrual cup that you stick inside you and then it just like like pops open and it just like collects the blood and then you for an entire day for as long as you so like in the very beginning of your cycle like you like empty it every like i empty mine probably every like six to eight hours so you dump you like so you, you empty dump it the, toilet, the blood give it a little rinse roo yeah and then you and pop it back in back in it goes okay back in oh gosh that's the sound it makes when it comes out actually okay so, but I had been wanting to lessening my carbon footprint. Well, no, that's actually bullshit. I just like, I hate tampons. Like, it's called, I, as a, it's called a spade a spade. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm interested in like what can be more convenient. And like, you know, I, uh, I've never had toxic shock syndrome, but like it does definitely like kind of give me the heebie-jeebies of like. Yeah, especially like when you go to bed at night. It's like, I'm not going to wear a pad to bed. Right. But I would like to sleep for more than six hours. Right, exactly. <laughs> and like I, my periods, like after having Sky, like and especially, you know. Uh, once uh, you get them back. Once I, yeah, we're like, they're insane. And I feel like they're irregular as far as like the timing. Like whenever I'm stressed out, it's like I can always expect my period to show. Right. And like she brings like all of the neighborhood. Like it's just like, yeah. it's horrible so it's like this like i feel like the heaviest thickest tampon would only last me four hours this will last me for like eight and it like when it goes in like you can't feel it and like it is kind of weird like if you get too full like sometimes you do get a little blood on your hand but you can wash it it's fine like it's like oh so you don't even get blood in your hand otherwise no i'm some... picturing this to be a very messy situation no you're picturing carrie like and you know 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Like, it's really, it's, you know, you just squeeze it in the bottom and then, like, it'll kind of, like, fold into itself. You pull it out. You dump it. And, like, I've had times where it's, like, you know, like, I've been at work and it's, like, I'm not going to obviously, like, shuffle out with my pants and underwear around my ankles to, like, wash it, like, in the public right, right, restroom. Right. Which is always, like, I remember the first time I had to do that and I was, like, what do I know? And I was, like, <laughs> I just wiped it with toilet paper and then it was fine. Put it back in. Okay. So, okay. But so I got the Diva Cup. So excited to try it. I was trying it at the end of my cycle. Like, so I got it. Like, so I ordered it, like, at the start of my period. Because I talked to another friend who was, like, she had it. And we were kind of, like, shooting the shit. And I was, like, oh, I've been wanting to buy it. And I just, like, I don't know. And she's, like, just do it. I love mine. And so it was, like, day two of my period. So I ordered on Amazon. It came, like, two days later. I was on day four of my period. So it was, like, getting lighter. So I shove it in. Um maybe like two hours later like I went to check and like I pulled it out like no problem super easy there was not a lot in there I dumped it out I washed it put soap it was rinsed it it was like super great go to bed wake up the next morning and it's like oh time to dump the diva cup and going into this your husband was like oh this is a great idea this is a silly idea no he what was were like he was like you do you boo but like <laughs> this is like I don't understand like why and he's like, he was kind of like you. He's like, I don't really get it. Like, it seems kind of weird. Sounds you're gonna, messy. You're going to reuse this thing. Like, it's blood. Like, are you? Yeah. I mean, that, in, in full sanitary? disclosure, like, I've never seen one. Like, I've never even looked at a picture of it on Google. So, so I don't, like, what I'm imagining is probably not reality. Yeah. I mean, it's like this big and it's like just like a little, like, cup thing and then yeah. there's like a little, like, stem. Like a cone cup? It looks like a cone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's like this little stem at the bottom. Well, so that morning I go to pull it out and I can like feel the little tip of like the stick part. Like all I'm picturing is taking a water cup out by the water fountain. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm like trying to grab it and like, it's not coming out. So then I'm like, okay. Like, and I remembered my mom, you just need to relax. If you tighten up, it's going to be worse. It's going to be harder. Just relax. So like I sit there for a moment and just kind of like, like, just relax. It's fine. You can do this. So then I go in again. And this time I put my foot up on the bathtub side. And I'm like... So now you're Captain Morgan, essentially. So I'm Captain Morgan, but I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm a seated Morgan. Okay. And I'm, like, trying to, like, pull this thing out. And I can feel it. And, like, I'm grasping. And, and there's little ribbed, like, uh, lines on the little stick part. Okay. It's so like my fingernails just, like... Like, oh. pulling. And, like, yeah. and then just, like, it's snapping back up. And, like, I feel like with each time, it's going further and further and further up, which probably wasn't, but, like, that's in my mind. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go to, like, urgent care and be like, can you please remove this diva cup out of and my And then vagina? they'll be like, ah, you're not the first, but we're actually the fourth person we've seen today. Oh, my this. God. Some of the things that come through the <laughs> ER, I'm sure, are, like, ridiculous. But, yeah, so, like, that was my fear. I was like, oh, my God, I have work. I have to go to work. I can't go to work with this thing in me. I will not be able to teach at all. I'll be too focused. I'm like, oh, my God. There's Am like, I dying? Yeah, there's a piece of plastic like in my vag. Like, get it out, get it out, get it out. So like, I try for like another like good solid like five minutes with no avail. And finally, I'm like, all right, I have to call in Todd. So I go into the room and like he's sleeping in the bed with Sky. I wake him up and I'm just like tap tap tap, and he like rolls over and he's like, hmm, what? And I was like, I need your help. And he goes, Are you okay? And I was like, I can't get my diva cup out. And he just like <laughs> at that point just like looks at me and like I mean I roll like emoji to the max. And yeah. He's like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, can you pull it out for me? Oh, gosh. And he was just like, 
All right. I love it. <laughs> so, like, so there we are, like, my foot up on the bathtub, my other foot up, like, on his shoulder. He ha- is deep He's sea diving. Deep in the jungle at this deep point. Deep in there, like, you know, and obviously, like, we've been married. Like, his hand has been, like, in that region before, but never he- for something like this. Right, right. And, like, and the same thing kept happening to him where he was, like, grabbing it and then it was, like, slipping away. And, like, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I'm going to have to go to urgent care and tell them that, like, my... My husband tried, and I tried, and we still can't get this thing. I'm Did like, he, like, if... go to the garage and get the pliers out? Oh, my God. No, thank God. <laughs> I think that would have, like, freaked me out, because I would have been afraid that he would have, you know... Grabbed something that... Oh, my God. Can you even imagine? Like, I'd be like, get that away it's from me. It's a hilarious picture in my mind. I mean, this whole thing is hilarious in <laughs> So my he mind. eventually, like, gets it out, and then, like... And P.S., there's, like, literally no blood in it, because I'm on, like, the fifth day of my period. And then, which was good, because I think if he had been showered with blood, I think he would have been like, mm, divorce paper sign here. Yeah. <laughs> Please sign here, here, and here. Initial here, here. So then he goes, uh, well, I guess that had a, a run. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he goes, well, you're not using it anymore, are you? And I went, well, I mean, not today. Like, I'm done with my period. But, like, next month. And he's like, are you serious? And I was like, I just have to, like, figure it out. And, like, ever since then... It's been fine. So do you think it was because it was the end of your period? And I shoved, like, that night, like, when I put it in, it felt like I shoved it in wonky. You know when you put a tampon in and you're like, you shouldn't feel a tampon, and you're like, this feels a little weird? So it was basically, like, up in your ovaries. Yeah, basically. (laughs) It was like, what up, fallopian tubes? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so, like, I put it way too high. And, like, I felt that, like, going in, but then I was like, well, it'll just, like, settle in. And, like, it just settled in but in the wrong place. Not where it should be. Yeah, so now it's, like, fine, and, like, I love it. And, I mean, I have boxes of tampons because every time we'd go to the hospital, I'd get my period, and, of course, I was never prepared. And Todd was always like, why do you not just keep tampons in our diaper bag? And I'm like, that's a good question. I don't don't know. know. It's thinking ahead. I don't have time for that. So I have, like, a good, like, at least four boxes of, like, OB tampons. (laughs) So if anyone Well, I would take them, but I've been pregnant or nursing for the past four years, so... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, but no, Diva Cup is awesome. Like, I've been, I have a coworker that she was like, I'm dabbling. I'm like, girl, you should get the girl. Girl, get the cup, girl. Yeah, no, I'm totally into it now. All right. All right. So, so back to telling Sky, mm. you're just going to talk to her about it. Like, when? yeah. Like, like, when's a good age for that, do you think? I think so. Todd and I actually were talking about something similar the other day because. He still, like, we don't walk around naked. Like, we're not, like, a nudist colony. But, like, she'll see him get out of the shower. Yeah. You know, um, sometimes she'll take a bath with him or with me or whatever. And it's, like, you know, no shame to that. And she knows that, you know, daddy has a penis. Mommy has a vagina. Right. She asked me the other day. uh, She noticed that I had hair. And she's it was great. She was, like, mommy, hair on your vagina? And I said, yeah. And then she said, me no hair on my vagina right that's right and then she goes hair on daddy's vagina and i said (laughs) daddy has a penis (laughs) but also accurate but yes (laughs) so i think like she's noticing like those sort of things so i think if you just kind of keep the conversation like fluid like tonight when the kids were taking a bath and like yeah you know they're talking about like penises and vaginas and it's like everyone has butts yeah quote your son (laughs) everyone has a butt correct yes but 
on that note. I mean, I think it's good to just kind of keep the conversation going. I mean, in the same sense of like, you know, you're going to be teaching your sons about like how to be responsible with their bodies and like, right. you yeah. know, the whole thing about like consent, you know, what yeah. that means as a boy. Right. You know, and, and how to just a human in general. And, right. And how to treat yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, exactly. Because consent, you know, it shouldn't just be up to, you know, the mothers of boys, you know, it's right. like, you know, we have to raise strong boys and girls but yeah I think if you just kind of keep the conversation going and then as the years go on like it'll increase as far as like you know the maturity and the dialogue of it yeah like Todd was like how long do you think I can be naked when is and like the cutoff age the, what's interesting about that is that is a dad of girl problem like if you talk to any mom who has boys I'm pretty sure the boys are choosing like they're the ones that are like mom Put some clothes on. This is embarrassing. Yeah, you're gross. You know? But it's like, I gave birth to you. I have showered with you every day. You're in the bathroom with me every single time I want to poop or pee. Oh my God. Leave so, me alone when I'm pooping. Right. Like, give me the five minutes I want to scroll on my phone or read my book. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, the boy is embarrassed. Whereas I feel like for for dads, I've noticed a lot of my friends who have girls, like, that's already a thing coming up. You know, they have just, like, three-year-old girls. And it's like... Well, the dad, should the dad be naked in front of them? Should they mm-hmm. not? And it's a legitimate question. I mean, I don't, I don't well, know the answer. I just know that a lot of my friends that have boys, like we're not running into that. Like I, as a mom, am not like, oh, my son shouldn't see this. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also like a personal like feeling, you know, it's like what is comfortable for you. Right. And like, you know, and I think for right now, like everyone's kind of like fine with it. Um, I know eventually I would imagine come like school age, yeah. That's probably, like, if it hasn't already finished off, it'll be, you know, yeah. that's a wrap on that. Right. I mean, she's at the perfect, like, head level now that, like, she's almost, like, head-butted or, like, accidentally, like, smacked him in the junk, which is always, like, like, close call there. Oh, you survived yeah. that one. But, like, I mean, my mom, I mean, it's different with, like, girls and their moms. Because, like, my mom, like, there was never a time in my life where my mom wasn't, like, okay and comfortable being naked around me. And, like, there were times where, like, I didn't want to be. Like, everyone goes through that teenage phase where they're, like, you know, I don't want anyone looking at me. Yeah. Like, period. I don't care who the hell you are. Right. And so I definitely had a couple years like that with my mom. But, like, as an adult, I mean... Yeah, and I think about that, too. I mean, I remember... You know, if my mom was getting dressed and she needed a shirt somewhere. I mean, I always remember my mom like running down to get a shirt or getting this or that. And, you know, I had an older brother that was five years older and I'm sure he hated it. But I'm sure my mom was like, my house, get a Yeah, I gave birth to you. So take it or leave it and go (laughs) hide in your room if you want. Um, And I I very much picture myself being that way. Like, look, this is this is our house. So if I forget my shirt, like I'm not going to feel uncomfortable about going downstairs in the laundry that I never wash and getting a shirt. Right. I mean, and that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, and I think a lot of it too is just how you treat it. Yeah. You know, it's, if it's something like taboo to you, then I think that almost like makes it like a bigger thing. Right. You know, like by saying like, oh no, you can't be naked around them. You know, then it's like, then it becomes like this thing. Right. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't need to be like, it's a body you know, and obviously everyone has the right to their privacy. Right you to know? your privacy. And of course everyone has the right to have a different thought process than this. Sure. Like But I think you and I agree on like on that on that issue where uh, the more taboo you make it, probably just the worse it's gonna be because your kids aren't gonna talk to you about it. I mean, I just like I want right. my kids to talk to me about stuff. Well and, that's that's a big thing. And I do want them to know I am the parent first. 
So I, you know, I'm not your friend. I'm your parent, but you can, I'm safe. I'm safe and you can talk to me. Yes. I think that's an important thing to establish with kids because you want them to be, when the time comes where they need you, you know, you want them to be able to be comfortable to come and talk to you. Yeah. Like, you know, mom, I messed up or mom, I need your advice or, you know, whatever. And who knows how many times we'll, you know, we'll screw that up, but stay tuned. You know, I mean, that's why you have multiple children. So that's right. The first one's, you know, the test dummy and, you know, you just perfect the craft as you go along. Yep. 